movies in 4K. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 40, Lady Phantom. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hopping out a lot of episodes here. We have some announcements. Because some we ones. always do. Almost Not always. Not always. <laughs> We added the family genre back to the website. (laughs) We took it off in place of biography, but we got some family movies coming up. So there is going to be quite a few more. And it's a good genre to search if you're looking something for kids and parents and everything. So that's back now on the sidebar. And this is a little stat. And I want to thank all of our great listeners and everything. We just clipped 3,000 listeners per episode. Wow. So that's 3,000 steady per episode. It's been increasing for a while now. And I wanted to do it at 2,000, 1,000, but I forgot because we (laughs) got busy and stuff. But our next announcement will be 5,000. So if you know anybody out there that, is looking to get into 4K movies or is interested in movies in general or has 4K, Christmas is coming up. There's going to be many more 4K people, I hope, because I've seen some of them Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals. A lot of TVs and uh, 4K Blu-ray players on sale. So hopefully we get more people into this fray, Lady Phantom. Yes. I can't wait for more people to come into 4K and really enjoy everything this format has to offer. I agree. So let's get the news segment rolling. All right, Lady Phantom, what do you got this week? Well, this is about one of my very favorite series right now. Well, in general, it's The Crown on Netflix. And it's just a funny little thing. Not for them, but for me, at least. Oliver Dowden is the culture secretary of Great Britain. He ha- or he is planning to write to Netflix to ask them to play a health warning at the beginning of the show to specify that it is a work of fiction. Because apparently some people have been complaining that the crown is abusing creative liberties (laughs) because it's showing i mean it is a drama it's it's not a documentary (laughs) it's just funny that i I mean to me anyway so are they doing it netflix putting a warning i don't know he's planning to write to them well they did that on that 13 reasons why back in the day yeah right now The viewers are warned that the show contains nudity, sex, violence, and suicide references, and is suitable for viewers who are 15 and older. But they want another warning to specify that it is a work of fiction because they are afraid that viewers that did not live through the 70s and 80s, which is what this new season is about, might mistake the series for actual history and facts yeah this new (laughs) series is is going to focus on the 70s and 80s the rise and fall of margaret thatcher the falklands conflict and lady diana spencer's marriage to prince charles so these are controversial topics yes 
You get the interesting ones. <laughs> I know you don't care about this stuff, but I just hey, find it interesting. People love the crown. I love reason, the crown, and I am really angry that I can't see it right now. All right, I got a fun one again. I'd like to keep them fun. There's been some serious ones I've done, but I'd like to keep it something that you probably haven't heard. What, murder spiders? <laughs> no. <laughs> Prohibition whiskey from the 1920s was found in a house in Pennsylvania. Wow. Over 60 bottles. New owners moved into this house that's over 100 years old, and they were doing some remodeling and stuff and had to break some walls and go down into attics and spots and basements and in the ground, and they started finding whiskey from that era from the 20s and early 30s they initially found like a dozen or so when the story originally came out and it made headlines pretty much just local but i did find this which i thought was cool and now it's up to over 60 bottles they have found and they did research the guy that originally owned the house was a bootlegger <laughs> wow so i thought it was really interesting and what's really fascinating is some of the bottles were broken there was no whiskey in it but you know 30 or 40 fully sealed bottles and they're going for a thousand each bottle yeah that's what i was thinking they must be super valuable i mean besides the inherent value it's just historically wow yes. so the owner said they're going to keep one bottle just for memento basically and sell all the rest and even just yesterday they had found a couple more bottles because now they're searching for it and digging in the ground and all sorts of walls and things in their house so it, that's amazing to me because prohibition was from 1920 to the early 1930s like 32 33 uh -huh. somewhere around yeah. there so it's a hundred years old actually when yeah. it started so that is amazing and i, I can i can only imagine indiana jones in my head screaming that it belongs in a museum for some reason i'm sure probably <laughs> there will be some because that would be kind of cool all right yes. let's get on to the show Viva Las Vegas. What we chose this week for a Las Vegas movie is from 2007. It's called Lucky You. And who stars in this film, Lady Finn? Eric Bana, Drew Barrymore, and Robert Duvall. All right. Let's get a short plot going here. Okay. This is about a professional poker player played by Eric Bana who has serious daddy issues. His dad is played by Robert Duvall, and he's also a professional poker player. He taught him everything he knows, actually. And then Eric Bana meets a good girl, Drew Barrymore, and he falls in love, but he has a really hard time letting go of all his issues and makes her suffer throughout the movie. But, you know, things and fine yeah i perked up phantom and you probably felt it <laughs> or seen me because i said oh this is the guy from the time traveler's wife i never actually knew his name or anything 
Oh, I know him. And um, I was like, oh, cool. Now, I'm just going to say right up front, he acted the same as he did in that. This guy isn't that good of an actor, in my opinion. I think he is good, but it depends on how he's directed. Like I told you. But it felt like the time traveler's wife, the same character, and that's a drastically different role. True, but maybe you need to see him in a little bit more things. I saw him in Munich, and he was amazing. And the first time I ever saw him was in Troy, and he was excellent. Okay, well, you're focusing on this whole guy the whole movie. And this takes place solely in Las Vegas. There's only one scene that's in L.A. This was all shot and filmed here, which is great, mainly at Bellagio and Binion's downtown. Yes, they teleport again. Yes. Yeah, when they're walking, (laughs) they end up five miles in a different spot. But that's a different side story that always happens. And what's interesting is there is a part here where they get into the tournament, the popular tournament where you can win millions of dollars for poker players here. And when this was set, it was at Binion's. It was at Binion's for 50 years. Now it's at the Rio, which actually isn't open yet, I think. They're supposed to be opening sometime soon here. So I don't know if this tournament's going to come back. I would assume. I can't imagine. Yeah. A lot of things have left Vegas, but I can't imagine this Grand Slam event, this big tournament. Yeah, I think not it's too back. big a thing. Like maybe it, may, it might not come back to Rio. Who knows? Maybe yes. But if not, it will move somewhere else. I mean, I think it has to come back. I think so too. And if Rio isn't open or they can't accommodate it, I think another place will. Because, I mean, this is where all the main poker player gamblers are. So a little fascinating here. If, if you're not into poker but interested, I think this would be a good movie for you. If you're not into poker, I don't know if you would like it. You're not into poker. Did you like learning little tips about? Well, it was a little confusing, but I found it interesting. Plus, all those poker players, they are in this movie. Yes, there's a good 10 (laughs) or so professional poker players in this movie. Popular ones, too. Daniel Negreanu is probably the most popular one that was in it. But I know most of them from seeing it. Back in the day, ESPN used to have this on. Mm -hmm. So during my tennis catch-up and basketball catch-up, they'd always have this in because it got huge the year Moneymaker won it. He was an independent guy who got invited into the tournament because he won an online tournament. And that's when this started. And poker blew up because the professional tournaments only had like 50 to 100 people in it. It was like a $10,000 buy-in, and a lot of them were staked or backed. And it wasn't a huge thing. These were people that had been in it for 40 years. Well, once the internet happened and all these tournaments came, now in this tournament there's like 10,000 or more people in it. So it's so much harder to win the tournament than it ever was back in the day. So you have that. What do you want to talk about this movie? I mean, I don't want to go into too much with this. It's kind of the same old thing to me. I really was out of this pretty quick. Yeah, it's. I think the story was very predictable. I think it was boring, too. Yeah. I mean, this girl, Drew Barrymore, is trying to change his ways. But you learn this guy is a thief. 
He'll do anything just to get back on the table. He'll sell things, and, you know, he's an addicted gambler. Yeah. He don't have furniture in his house, and the big problem with me in this whole movie is this girl stays with him. He steals money from her. You know, he's a con artist, you know? Yeah, but it's not like she stays, you know, like the typical girl that stays no matter what. No. I mean, she actually, at some point, she is fed up with him and she leaves. But he goes like, come on, please, we have a chance for something good or something. And yes, she goes back. I mean, in general, I liked her character. A little weak, I think. Like a a two goody two shoes somehow. It's like the characters weren't really interesting. Phantom, I did not feel any romantic attraction between these two. No. At all. No, you're right. So that kills a romantic movie, which I would put romance like third in this. (laughs) It's really about this guy and his father because he's got issues and he can never beat his father and his father is this certain type of way played by Robert Duvall. And I wasn't crazy with him in this either. No, it's, none of the characters were appealing. Like, you didn't really care for them. The father was a horrible person in general. And the son was too. I mean, what he was trying to be better but only half-heartedly trying. I mean, I don't know. It was just... Yeah, and the last thing I'll say, this movie's over two hours, and this movie should have been an hour and 20 minutes. There is so much filler in this. I'll give you an example. There's a big 15-minute section in this movie. He's broke. He's lost money from bookies. He's got to get money. Well, one of his friends offers him $10,000 if he can run 10 miles and then play 18 rounds of golf in three hours or something like this oh my god this whole section here i'm like come on man what are you doing here because this guy wasn't interesting at all to me just a portrayal and you just see how addicted he is really and it just didn't fascinate me even the casino action which we like we've seen this throughout it was more small size like it's around the table a lot of them playing poker so you're not getting a lot of the outskirts of vegas or nothing like that Mm -hmm. so the footage it could have been filmed anywhere really just in a room with some tables that look like a casino yeah because outside of that they do some pans very few and they do walk on the sidewalk and strip for 10 minutes maybe but it's not like you're getting the vibe of Vegas, really, to me, yeah. in this movie. I did enjoy, and I did mention it to you, too, how you can tell that it is filmed in Vegas. Like, even, like, the apartments. It's yes. like, like, you can, I mean, they are apartments that you have seen. Not Maybe not those specific ones, but it has the, yeah, the that part has the vibe. Yes, it's like, you know, it is here. It's not like they filmed it, whatever, and, oh, it's in Vegas. No. No, like it was definitely filmed here. I did find it somehow interesting, but unfortunately not the story part, but the poker part, because I don't really know anything about that. So it was interesting to to take a look into that world. Now, I do have to say one thing that I that was really, really obvious to me. In one scene, 
actually it i think it is the one scene that is not filmed in vegas but in los angeles when he goes look for her i don't know what other thing he was doing at the time in what other movie he was i have no clue but they gave him a wig and it looked so obvious because i mean this guy he has great hair and in that scene it looked like i don't know like kind of thor in avengers bad hair i mean i i i just hated it because it was so obvious like can you just give him a decent wig <laughs> i don't know i hated that part well oh, we and robert duvall's hair too but wait that was because of the character but it was like so i don't know i i just didn't yeah, like this it. is the worst movie i've seen robert duvall in. like i didn't even like him i don't think he did that good of acting no he job. he was serviceable that's yes it. um when we started this segment we wanted them all recommendations we knew we was going to see some we had never seen before well sad to say on my end i'm not sure where phantom's coming in I do not recommend you get this movie at all. It's not available on Blu-ray. It's only DVD, and it's like ten bucks. I think I got it used off eBay for five or six, and uh, it was a waste of money to me. I'm going to come in with a four on this movie, and that's mainly because it is set in Vegas. They do show Bellagio and Binions, and for the professional poker players that were in it, that was interesting. These three leads serviceable is a nice word for all three of them if you ask me they were all disjointed to me and didn't do that good of a job so i got in the void so don't get this movie yeah i am coming a little bit higher mainly because i mean since i'm completely new to the world of poker and everything it was a very interesting look into it not really because of the movie or the story but more like the poker part i I thought it was very interesting and i can say that if movies like this one and last vegas have taught me anything is that any girl who kind of sings meh can work in vegas (laughs) because really i mean thank you very much this movie to me is a five it's just like completely average And no, it's definitely not worth getting or renting or anything. All right, let's get to the feature. going back almost 30 years to 1991 with terminator 2 judgment day all right lady phantom this is listed in action and sci-fi yep that's it that is it i agree and who directed this one james cameron you know this guy (laughs) he he rings a bell somehow mr avatar right yeah and titanic there you go. And stars? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, and Edward Forlong. 
How about Robert Patrick? And Robert Patrick, yes. Four main stars. Yeah, there are others, but those are the main stars. And this was introducing Edward Furlong. Yeah, his first movie, and it shows. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) All right, what's that plot say? A cyborg, identical to the one who failed to kill Sarah Connor, must now protect her teenage son, John Connor, from a more advanced and powerful cyborg. They go and spoil it right away. (laughs) Because this was a big shock in the movie theater and when it came out. At this time, you had to keep your ears and eyes shut if you didn't want to know about this movie because that was a big twist. Yes. Because Schwarzenegger, the robot in the first one, was after her. And this time, he's the protector. And there's this one climactic scene because you don't know in the first 20 minutes, I'd say, you see two of them come out. And, of course, you would assume that the Schwarzenegger robot is the killer, the one after. Yes, you do get hints, though. Yes, but if you're not so attuned, Phantom, and I don't know what was going on in your life back then, this was a huge shock. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can see the hints now, you know, like re-watching the movie and after all the times I've watched it. But at, at the time, I remember so well how shocked I was when he when he tells John Connor, get down. And then he shoots the other guy. I mean, I I was in complete shock and I couldn't believe my eyes and it was the coolest thing ever. Yes. Just a brief talk about the original Terminator since we're covering part two. Actually, the original Terminator is not on 4K. The Terminator, it's a classic movie. I don't know who might not have seen it, but maybe there's people out there. Mm -hmm. It's about a robot going back in time to kill a woman who isn't even pregnant yet or who has a son or is going to have a son because her son is the leader of the force against the robots in this futuristic world. And that guy sends a protector. Correct, for, but for he's just a regular mother. human. Yes, Kyle Reese. In this one, you get the dual robots, the mm-hmm. good robot and the bad robot, or cyborg like they call yeah. it. So this movie opens up with a cool scene. You see in the future, the robots fighting. And then just like in the first, they get transported back in time to where her son is about 12-ish, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And Sarah Connor's actually in a mental institution yeah. Because of what happened in the first one, they're still looking for this cyborg that they don't believe her, of course, because he killed a lot of police officers, and she's been put away. Yeah, but not because of what happened in the first one. You te- you get the impression that after that, like when, I mean, John was born, he grew up. Yes, and then they're she, on the run. Yes, because, I mean, she's just getting together with people who can teach him to be a, a leader. A but warrior, like. Uh-huh, but at some point, she created problems with the, with the authorities. And, of course, nobody believes her. Everybody thinks she's crazy because she tells anyone who will listen that the robots are going to kill everyone in 1997. So they just put her away, and John Connor thinks she's a loser because he thinks... 
she was also crazy and she was lying. Right. And he has foster parents. So both androids, cyborgs come back and they're looking for him. I don't want to say too much about this phantom because i don't want to spoil anything here you know people out there probably don't know this is in my top five best movies ever made so i don't want to even like tap dance around certain things we'll just do general discussions here so it's a battle of the protector cyborg and the evil one yeah the ones that actually are in command in the future and they're trying to get rid of this human population before this big infighting's going on in the future. Mm-hmm. And you get the feeling there's not many humans left. You know, John Connor is the leader of the human population, and he puts up good fights and kills a lot of the robots and stuff in the future. And also, they're very advanced. That's a big thing we can describe. This new robot, the T-1000, is metallic, a liquid metallic. Yeah. So he can be demolished and then liquid forms again and be reformed. Anything he touches, he can turn into. So he can imitate humans. He has sharp weapons. Yeah, as long as as he can turn his hand or arm into something pointy. Right, which is very interesting in this. I will say they do bust out Linda Hamilton's character, Sarah Connor, because that's key. I mean, you know that's going to happen because John wants her out. And there comes a time when something happens and they go get her out they learn who's ahead of this cyberdyne system thing there's a part with that Mm -hmm. that they try to take care of that but you know sarah john and the good robot arnold schwarzenegger in this one they need to stop john from being killed first and foremost but then they want to destroy the technology so this don't even ever happen Mm mm-hmm so that's your main thing. So let's get into technicals here, Lady Phantom, because this was mind-blowing at the time and still is to me. Yes, I can see probably people that have never seen this movie watching it and saying, oh, it's cool. But no, I mean, this movie was groundbreaking at yes. the time. It was like i don't know and it was also very close to the time when jurassic park came out and and i think both of them were equally groundbreaking it's like this thing transforming into other things and looking realistic was something that you can never imagine if you didn't live it because it it was like what am i what what And more or less at the same time, also, there was this video, the black and white video with Michael Jackson, and it used part of the same uh, CGI technology, and it was also incredible. But it's it's fantastic. It's a fantastic movie. It's actually mind-blowing to me how good this is. There is one big but... There that I have is a always had. Thoughts. There's a couple faults, but let's stay with the goods first. For now, here. okay. Is this robot, the T-1000, who's played by Robert Patrick, 
goes through so many transformations. Yes. And 90% of them look totally real. And that's even on 4K, and which the other, highlights yes, everything. And the other 10% look okay. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's not like there isn't anything in those transformations that you can that you see and say, oh, that's bad. No, nothing, not a single thing. It's just off the charts good, and it holds up today. Now, you've seen way more digital effects in these superhero movies and stuff like that, Lady Phantom. How do you compare it to a 2020 modern superhero digitally effect movie? Well, I don't think they are comparable, really, because the kind of, of uh, visual effects that you get nowadays have to do with other stuff, I think. Like this kind of you transformation. You can't think of one movie where somebody transforms into something else. Not really, not not off the top of my head. But I think it. I mean, those special effects really hold up well today. They look like they could have been made like yesterday. So I think they are fantastic. Another cool effect is when something gets shot and you're seeing the hole through a body of somebody it mm -hmm. happens like three times that was really cool at the time and still is today yes there's shattering scenes there's warping scenes of bodies and you're seeing it live happen with the surroundings all intact and if there's fire going on or something moving or in a warehouse or something it's so seamless most of the scenes like yeah. i said i'm putting a 90 percent on this and now this is my 20th time seeing this movie oh yeah this is in my top five most seen movies ever no doubt about it so i'm even more paying attention to small subtle things mm -hmm. more than anybody else will that hasn't seen it or seen it once or twice or something yeah so it's just mind-blowingly good yeah it is me. all the action scenes done great yeah all the bike chase scenes truck scenes big rig scenes outstanding fire galore in this movie yes they demolish so many different things in this film yeah and another thing that i think is worth pointing out is that this movie has a very good balance of visual effects and practical effects like whatever they could pull off with a practical effect yes. they did and for example we'll say this guy, we said, can turn into somebody else, mm -hmm. right? So he turns into a floor, a security guard steps on him so he can transform because he's got to manipulate his person, yeah. right? So he turns into the same security guard to kill him so he can be a security guard walking around in this mental hospital. So you see both of them together, but they were twins. Uh-huh. So if they could, like Phantom say, do it real, they did. Yeah. Which is impressive. Exactly. And in that same scene, one of the, uh, well, not one, but the original security guard, let's say, gets injured. And there they used, <laughs> <laughs> yes, they actually did use some kind of dummy or something, some practical effect. And yes, I mean, those kinds of things, you 
see them and you are like, oh, well, that's fake. But they do quick cuts and everything. So if you have never seen it, you will never notice. Right. And even if you see it a few times, you're not going to Yeah, I mean, you got to be that, scouring it out looking for things. Yeah, and you do see a lot of this during the movie. A lot of practical effects with dummies and stuff like that. But, I mean, comparing to the original Terminator, the one scene with when the, the robot is like fixing itself in front of a mirror that even at the time I watched it and I was like, what is this? It was terrible. In this one... You see a lot of that, but it's way better done. Like It's tame. Yeah. They just do an arm or something like that. Well, no. There's also scenes with, with uh, like close-ups with mm-hmm. Arnold and everything, and it yeah, looks fine. Yeah, but comparing to the first scene, what you're talking about in the first movie, I'm comparing it to the arm scene in this. Oh, yeah. Because it's... he did the surgery himself in the first one. Uh-huh. So Terminator 2 is in the discussion board of sequels that are better a la godfather okay and some of the other ones i agree with that i love the terminator (laughs) it's it's a staple in my childhood growing up it's one of my favorite movies too aliens is also in this discussion for some people better than alien not to me even though i love aliens or alien 2 whatever you want to call it terminator 2 is head and shoulders above the original now the story i mean that started it everything was there and that was groundbreaking too but this just leaps and bounds over it to me in the term of practicals acting and everything all around yeah it's just like the original one was i mean i don't i don't don't know if it was an independent movie i doubt it but it seems very gritty, and that's part of its charm, actually. And I really like it. But this one is, is like it's so it's stylized. It's on another level. It's an, yes. on a different level of movie making. So you definitely. agree Terminator 2 yes. is better than the first one. Okay. Definitely. So we are in agreement there. Okay, let's because we just mentioned the acting, everybody, even the side characters and co-stars, I can't fault a single person in this movie. They were all incredible. There's a little fun part in this movie when little John don't want the Terminator to kill people. There's some running jokes with that. He's teaching the robot some things. I really like all that. Very entertaining. And of course, who can forget that this is the movie where the Hasta La Vista baby was born. I mean, like it's it's that is pop culture. Like, it's a staple. Now, talking about that, I will agree, but Edward Furlong. Yes, you had a problem. Why? No, I mean, most of the movie, he is fine. And actually, I mean, being as he was a new actor, it was okay. But in some points, like, come on, we have to go now. It was like, oh, don't, don't. Really? Yes, yeah, like at wow, some... Wow, not to me. I couldn't pick out one scene. I didn't believe him. To me, it was just one or two, but they were there. I'm not taking the gray down or anything because of him, but I just have to say it. Now, what I was going to say before, ever since the first time I saw this movie, I have a problem with the guy that they put at the very beginning who plays John Connor. 
he is so stiff. Like I, I was like, is wait a minute, is that guy a robot too? Because like of the no. way he turns his, I, I hate. She's I don't know. Now. I'm not taking it down because of that. I'm just saying I have never liked that guy. And he's only in it three seconds, people. Yes. It's just a picture of him to show you who John is in the future. Yes, definitely. But he didn't look human to me. Like, you could tell me this guy is a robot. I would See, I thought he was stoic looking. Of course he is. That's what they're going for. But to me, he looked robotic, whatever. And also, (laughs) I mean, they did a lot of things in this movie, talking about technicals, with uh, like to improve on the visual effects on chases, basically, motorcycle chases and everything. But they did keep this one where John Connor is played by a stuntman. And it's so yes, obvious. I noticed and it's so it too. Dumb. We both noticed it at the <laughs> same time. And that is truly because of 4K, because back in the VHS days when this was out, oh, you would it's never way notice. what you would never know, but it is so pristine and we're getting to that soon sound very good yes it's got the track everybody knows you're gonna be hearing it's our outro everybody knows this even if you haven't seen the movie yeah you know, you know bad just music. like i've never liked raiders of the lost ark and then but i know that m- music it's pop culture uh-huh. same way with this that it was all really good in this movie um, I'm ready, Phantom, unless there's something else you want to talk about with this movie. Yeah, something just very quickly. Sarah Connor was ripped in this movie. We can oh, say my that. goodness, yes. Linda Hamilton. I love Linda Hamilton so much in this movie and in Dark Fate, too, but we will write about that later. But, I mean, she plays an excellent character, and I believe her. I believe everything she's gone through, and she is completely ripped yeah because i mean she's preparing herself for battle and i I mean i just love her so much and i just want to say that i think what is probably my favorite acting scene of hers in this movie from the start from the very first time that i watched this movie was when she sees the terminator for the first time Uh like this is a woman who is hardened by years of mental institution and knowing and that preparing every, for this yes future. for this fight and knowing that there was no hope i mean we are talking about a stoic woman here she is but the second she sees that robot all the fear in her face is like watching a small girl who is looking at a monster under her bed for the first time like terrified it's amazing Yep, so this is a 10 out of 10 movie to me. My only criticism to this is the Roger Corman lightning bolt electricity scenes. And (laughs) even back in the day when I first seen it, it is more prevalent on 4K or HD, but it was kind of cheesy back then too. I have to admit it. I'm not docking it for it. I should probably take a half a point off because it does happen a good five, six, seven times in the movie. And for Cameron to go this route with the special effects to approve that when so many other things are out of this world, you have no idea how these scenes got made. And then to do this cheesy Corman 
special effect with that. Oh, but I'm not docking it because it's an amazing movie. 10 out of 10 by it. Okay. To me, it's a 9.5 out of 10. And I agree. It's incredible. It's a fantastic movie. I have loved it since the day I saw it for the first time at the movie theater. And it's one of the movies that you have to have. Definitely. All right. Let's start this 4K (laughs) review off Lady Phantom with the unbelievable nuttiness of other reviews when this movie came out. Okay. Now, first, uh let me describe. First, if you're listening to us and you don't know, there's maybe five other 4K reviewers in the world (laughs) besides us, and they don't do as much as we do. But there's some notable ones that have panned to no end this movie. You can read some bloggers if you just do a search You'll see some people wrote some reviews on the quality, killing this movie, saying it's one of the worst ones ever done. Well, Phantom and I are here to tell you, we're glad, number one, you're listening to us and you trust us and you like our reviewing style because I think we are the most accurate of anybody that does this. There is no grain in this movie. Yeah, when I and li- it, when I heard these people trashing this presentation so much i honestly was bracing myself for you want to punch him in the face through the TV. no 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 no, no. <laughs> I, I was bracing myself for a grainy horrible picture because everyone we saw said that they hated this 4k presentation and that it was the worst they had ever seen enter bill shetty and lady phantom watching T2 in 4K for the first time and being blown away because there it looked incredibly lifelike and there was not one blotch of grain anywhere. Yes, this was completely scrubbed of grain, this whole movie, without, without, listen to me out there, without sacrificing detail. They did not smooth over characters' faces, bikes, machinery, anything. This is just as detailed as a new release. Yes, and this is exactly why, I mean, this time it was my my pick. I picked this movie to discuss because I can't believe that other people, that these reviewers mislead yes. people so much saying that this is a D, this is an F. Why? Because it looks good? Are you insane? Yes, and here's the problem, and that's why we're more popular than them. I just want (laughs) to say it right up front because some of these people misguide people looking to get into 4K, and they rate some of these heavily grainy movies where it looks like you're watching a movie back in the 80s and it's not clear. you you got to move the rabbit ears because there's snow in it, (laughs) and it's so detailed full of grain. Now, I'm not arguing with people that want to see that. I don't understand it. I get a filmic look. That I understand. This is not a filmic type movie. This is a futuristic digital movie for one. 
So their argument there that they want this filmic look on this movie is stupid to me right there alone because that don't even make sense for this movie. This isn't Rocky or some elaborate drama, you know, that has to be shown in a certain light. This is a futuristic digital movie. We are talking liquid metal here. I mean, we want to see it. This movie, you got to stop us right now and buy this on 4k if you have it this movie if you have an upgrade i would upgrade just for this movie alone i have seen this movie i told you 20 plus times on vhs laser disc i had it betamax dvd several different iterations of blu-ray this is like watching the movie all over again Yes, you know the story. You know what's going to happen. But you have never seen this movie like this. It no. is incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just amazing. And also, another thing that they did that I didn't know is, like, I think uh, they uh, changed some stuntman faces for Arnold's face and yeah, everything. They corrected some they errors They corrected some errors in the movie. And people are going insane like, oh, no, this is this is George Lucas style with Star Wars when he started to change things. No, no. There's a difference between doing what George Lucas did, which was go insane with CGI in the in the prequel movies and later on in the corrections he did. But here it's used masterfully just to, sh- I mean, what's wrong with seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger's face on the Terminator's yes. face? And the funny thing <laughs> I mean, about this Phantom is these are scenes you don't know unless you've seen it a hundred times and pause yes. and, oh, was that really him? So I don't even get the complaints on that. You got to remember that if there's a legitimate error that made it past where it didn't get caught first and now you have a chance to correct it in such a, it doesn't change the story it doesn't change the action whatsoever they just put arnold's face on one little split second scene of a bike that some people at the time or currently could notice because of all the digital stuff we got now where you can go frame by frame and look. Yeah. We never seen that in the 90s or 2000s that it, there was one little scene it wasn't his face. Yeah, these people who complain about this, they are like really, I don't know what they call purists. But honestly, if you are such purist, go and watch it on VHS. Yes. James Cameron was over the complete production of this. I appreciate that. And And he has gotten backlash in this. And I can't believe it because as only 4% of people that's in 4K, us, and if you're listening out there, if you're in 4K right now, this is what you want. This is what you expect. Yeah. I don't want to see Bram Stoker's Dracula heavy grain more detailed grain and it looks like i'm watching it from the 80s even though it's a little more detailed and a little more color you can't get past these lines going through the screen all the time this is i can't give you enough words how incredible this movie looks phantom absolutely now it's not the best one we've ever done on a totality but i know this movie 
so well inside and out the opening scene with this blue glow Mm -hmm. when they're in the future and the robots are stepping on bones and things oh my god how gorgeous this scene looks it's like i've never seen this there's so many scenes phantom like chase scenes it feels like you're watching it right here out your back door yeah it's it's incredible it's on a on an entirely different level like especially comparing to all the movies from that time i mean come on yes, we only got two so far lady phantom pretty much 2001 and this one yep is the creme de la creme of older releases that are demo worthy that did what they should have did this release i would say probably took a year to do we're buying it i've bought this movie on so many different formats and i'm literally scared ask the phantom here on some of the releases i have not bought scarface yet it's one of my favorite movies ever because it's heavily grained i already know i've researched it before i'm not but i don't want to see more grain to eke out a little more detail mm-hmm yeah, it's not like the, the 4K just because it's... No, you want a new, better experience. And, and this movie delivers. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and it's not cheap. Yes. So, oh my God, the level of detail in this. You will see Peach Fuzz on Linder Hamilton you've never seen in your life. It's unbelievable. You yeah. see lines and faces. The hdr in this with the the metal on all these objects all the fire the all the fire all these warehouses and trucks being mangled and oh my god there's so much chrome and silver in this movie and it is just highlighted i could use every word i couldn't come up with enough (laughs) adjectives lady phantom no it's it's incredible runs the gamut and it's one because i know so well i've seen it on so many different formats and i know the movie inside it out and what it did look like and the improvements they've made over the years and some better than others and some not so much even when it came on Blu-ray the first time, never did I say, oh, it's like I'm watching this again. No, it was more clear, vibrant. There was grain in it. But this one, oh my God, it's just got every rich, luscious detail I can think of. All right, on to the audio. This does not have Atmos. Yeah. It pretty much has Kitty. the same version as released before on dvd i will say they did remaster the music so you do get a little bit of an uptick surround is great the terminator and terminator 2 was always leading in sound anyway when it came out on hd with surround sound and dolby digital and everything but we do not get the atmos i'm a little hurt it's why i can't hit a plus seriously yes that and the corman effects basically yeah it's all it needs but it's an outstanding soundtrack surrounds all over you (laughs) it works you just don't get overheads yeah the bass could have been a little more punchier but they did make a new album i do appreciate that so it has that going for it 
Now yeah. on to this. And the, we forgot to mention in the video the specular highlights. They are everywhere, especially oh, at the yeah. end. You know that how the if you know how this movie ends, you know specular highlights galore. So let's move on to the special features that are on the Blu-ray disc, not the yes. 4K disc. All right, T2 reprogramming the Terminator, 55-minute documentary including exclusive interviews with Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Cameron, Edward Furlong, and more. Two deleted scenes with audio commentary. Two feature commentaries. The making of T2, 30-minute featurette. View three different versions of the film and trailers. Awesome. Great. This is a solid, solid, solid as could be A. I'm glad you're listening to us. Don't listen to anybody else. Don't look at any other review out there. This thing is so clear, detailed, popping, vibrant, brilliant, gorgeous, beautiful, <laughs> outstanding, incredible. What they did with this movie is on another level. And now you know these older movies with 2001 A Space Odyssey can be achieved if they put in the time on these discs and make them like current releases, bring them into the digital age with this popping HDR, much better detail and all that. I can't hit A+. plus. I want to, but it doesn't have that most. It wouldn't be fair. I actually, it should be an A- minus in my rating scale, but this up convert 29 years later is just so deserving. It's incredible. It's off the charts. So... A, buy it. Don't hesitate. I don't care how much this disc is. It's worth it. You will show this off to everybody. It's that good. Phantom? Same. A, solid, solid A. It's just amazing what they were able to do with this disc, with the movie itself. Not only the disc, but the movie as a whole. They it, Really, it's one of those that you see, oh, my God, like I have never seen this movie. Not really. Because you can see every little thing all the time. I mean, if you want fire, this movie has so much fire. It's amazing. And it makes it more enjoyable to watch Oh, it absolutely. Because you can do a comparison of what it looks like not on 4K, and you're like, I would never watch that again. Oh, no. And that's what we're all used to. Not ever. I mean really people like back when i was hearing these people and everything like when i i remember the first time i noticed that they were complaining so much about this movie because it didn't have grain like i i just couldn't reconcile that thought in my mind like why are you faulting this presentation for being excellent i don't get it and I'll tell you what, if I went over somebody's house, family or friends, and they said, oh, let's watch Terminator, and they don't have a 4K set, and they popped it, I wouldn't watch it. I literally, it would not be enjoyable to me anymore, because I have seen what this movie is now, what yeah. it has become, and it is, it's like Aliens did this movie, because it's that good. I'm serious. Buy this movie, please. It's worth it. All right, episode 40 down. We got a lot coming out this month, huh, Phantom? 
Yes, lots of bonuses, new episodes, written reviews, the whole thing. Yes, so subscribe if you haven't. Get to our guest book if you want us to review a movie and leave that request there. But for Lady Phantom, I am Bill Shetty, and we'll catch you on the next Movies in 4K. Bye.